You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hello and welcome back to the HBO Boys podcast discussing Moon Knight, Episode 6, Gods and Monsters. Directed by Mohamed Diab, teleplay by Jeremy Slater, Peter Cameron, and Sabir Peraza. That's not how I say that last name, but I'm not going back now. I stick to my guns. <laughs> Joining me today is Adam and Chad. Say hello at the same time. Talk over each other. Yes, so I'm Adam. And what I'm Chad. Fuck, I'm Chad. Adam. Fuck you. You guys suck. <laughs> Can't even take one goddamn. I just I you asked I'm me Adam. to do something. I'm Adam, and I'm Chad. I'm Adam, and I'm Chad. How is this the talk- one time in your entire lives you can't talk over each other? <laughs> I literally was. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I what? Nah. Hey. Yeah, nah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Chad. Season finale. <laughs> Moon Knight has been picked up for season two. It was a series finale that got moved to season finale very recently. Do we think the timing of Moon Knight ending on Wednesday 5-4 and Doctor Strange coming out 5-5 is pure random happenstance? or No, I think that Doctor Strange was scheduled to come out Mother's Day weekend from the beginning because of the premise of the movie. Oh, and and I think that it's yeah, I think that it isn't an accident, a happy accident that they ended at the same time. I also think that based on how the show went, they had always intended on continuing Moon Knight because there was too many things left unanswered that yeah. that they didn't even like attempt to cover in the finale. I mean, unless they have like you know twenty minutes of footage they cut out, but I think it, after episode five we all recognized that we weren't going to get a satisfying conclusion in episode six. And then we arguably didn't because it wasn't actually the conclusion. Right. Yeah. I don't think they Falcon in the winter soldier moon Knight, which is to say <laughs> like cut out an appendage, like an entire piece of it because uh, they're uh fraidy cat little bitches. But yeah. what I will say is we are getting more Moon Knight for sure. Do you think Moon Knight is going to be in Doctor Strange? That no. was the real question. Am I going to see Moon Knight tomorrow night when I see Doctor Strange? No. I want nope. it so badly. No. Nope. I'd nope. like it. Nope. I would like it, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> I why? don't think so. Tell, well, cuz tell me go, why. 
Tell me why. Do you tell me why? Like, what, what about the burden the events? of proof is with you, Chad? <laughs> well, okay, fine. The burden of proof is with me. I would argue the burden of proof is with you. What about the conclusion of Moon Knight makes you think that there's there's anything related to the Only multiverse the of madness? Only the timing. It would be the timing and the fact that Doctor Strange is going to be in the multiverse of madness, and this deals with like gods and stuff. So but, I mean. No, the, the the timing the timing doesn't work out because you got to remember that the that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness takes place a year. It takes place after Spider Man, which is the furthest in the future that the shows have gone. Like No Way Home took place like two years after Thanos, right? And um, I mean, granted, we don't know exactly when this movie takes place, but. I mean, you, you could tell me this movie took place before Thanos, and Did I'd believe you. we find out when, like, what t- timeline Moon Knight is on? Well, there's so few references to I know. the rest so of the MCU. It could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. Maybe that's intentional. Maybe. Maybe he, he hasn't, by the way, flips to this, gener- this uh, timeline. We, we were told that we were going to get an MCU oh, yeah. cameo, and it that's didn't right. happen. Yeah. They boned us. Maybe we did. We did it. We got boned. Mm. Maybe we don't know who the cameo was. Maybe that it's probably that, the girl. Then that the girl, stupid. the girl Golden that uh, scarab or whatever the hell her name is. No, I'm talking oh. about the girl that she saved from the car. Oh, <laughs> she's the cameo. <laughs> she's oh, Miss yeah. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Gods and monsters begins this way. That was very part happy <laughs> yeah, from Parks great. and Rec. <laughs> Layla receives it. a message from Tauret telling her to find and release Kanchu so he can revive Spectre, who's dead as shit. Haro uses Ahmet's power to slaughter the other Egyptian gods, who went down way too easy, their avatars that is, before releasing Ahmet, who is a CGI'd, six-foot-tall alligator lady who chooses him to be her new avatar. Way out of left field. Who else was she going to choose? While Layla finds Kanchu's Yushpati, or whatever the fuck, however, I don't know how to say that. Yushapti figured it out and releases him. So, so you're you're clearly reading something right now. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My new thing is that I read the Wikipedia version of it because I think it's funny. Yeah, but oh my god, are you about you fucking do it? You do it, Chad. Find some shit on the internet and you do it. Hey, I have an answer to you for the Marvel cameo. And it's deeper. And Chad, maybe you know this, and I, because I had no idea this character existed. But Let's hear it. it says here, Moon Knight head writer Jeremy Slater confirmed that the living statue man is in reference to Bertrand Crawley, with actor Sean Scott being credited for the role. In the comics, Bertrand Crawley is a homeless man in New York who often works as an informant for Moon Knight. Debuted in 1976 in Marvel Spotlight Volume 128. Volume one, number 28, and was credited by Doug. He met Jake Lockley in New York before eventually gathering intel for Moon Knight. No, I don't know that character. And that's that's a bullshit cameo. Uh, I agree. (laughs) But this is what everyone has been reporting, that that is the quote unquote secret. But that guy was in the first episode. And the second and third, I think. Right. For like two seconds (laughs) while he's he unloaded his life to him. (laughs) They know what they did. When yeah. they said that there was going to be a Marvel cameo, we didn't think it was going to be whoever the fuck you just said. They, <laughs> we thought we were getting a main character, Same. and they boned us. Yeah, Bullshit. I agree. I'm I actually, agree. I'm actually kind of glad they did though, 
because I then like this as a standalone. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then it would be like, Oh yeah, that's the one where Iron Man shows up at the end, you know? And, and then, no, it, that then, would it be, be nuts. then it becomes the Iron Man show. Be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it becomes the Iron Man show or it becomes the, the vision show or whatever. And, and it, so much focus will be put on introducing this other MCU character into this plot and and like how they're going to contribute to it and it takes away from the story that we've been we've been given i don't really mm-hmm. like the the uh last minute deus ex cameo that that uh people keep on expecting from these shows and i'm glad that i've been let down by them because in hindsight i don't i don't want that yeah it feels the cheap end of peacemaker we got the justice league who showed up too late and didn't and weren't helpful yeah. at all which was the whole point of the right. cameo Right, right. No, actually, I didn't mind that cameo. I, that that one was fine because they didn't. Of do Of course, anything. you didn't mind it because it's the opposite of what you just said. It wasn't exactly. a Duex Machina cameo. It was just right. a Aquaman fucks fish and is standing there. <laughs> so, so one of the better cameos, then. <laughs> and it was on DC. <laughs> Fair, right? That's right. <laughs> Unrelated. All right, Chad, keep going. What happened in the episode? All right, so uh, Stephen, sorry, Mark, who is in the land of the dead, the reeds where he, like, is that finally at peace? Um, he is all, like, bent up because he didn't want to leave Mark behind. So, no, I got that backwards. Mark is in the field and he didn't want to leave Stephen behind. Um, oh, wow. So he's like, I'm going to go back and get him. And then uh, Towerette's like, no way, no way. That's not a good idea. That's not how this works. And he's like, I don't fucking care. I'm going to do it anyway because I'm a good guy not a murderer and he he turns around and is immediately standing next to uh the stone body of uh steven um he makes a little speech he puts his hand in in his his counterpart's hand and uh the heart (laughs) appears in between them and uh like elsa and anna from frozen their love (laughs) brings them back to life god <laughs> this is a Disney property. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's not it's not sisterly love because it's like it's more masturbatory. It's like himself. So Jesus. Gross. <laughs> what a word. <laughs> this love is more masturbatory. It, yes, it's more more ma- ma- yeah. Well, you know. It, I mean, that's the proper word. Yeah, um, no. Steven and Mark came back through the power of friendship. Yeah. And that so so dumb. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanted him back. You said it at the end of last episode. Well, of course, I wanted no, Stephen back. W- when, okay, but there was it was inevitable. Yeah. That- well, Tower Tower at when, when like the big sand wave was going to hit them. Um, Tower at shows up and she's I forget the name of the god, but she's like, "Oh, you big softy." And my wife, who, Cyrus. Who, yeah, who she's yeah. like the god person. She knows she's the, knows all the lore about all like the actual like stories of the gods. She um she told me that like she was calling him a softy for letting him come back to life, basically. Mm. So it was it wasn't that like they their their friendship broke it. It was that like they they appeased a god who allowed them to come back to life. I understand, but it was kind of it was it wasn't really portrayed very well. But I liked the uh, celebratory hippo. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Conchu also tried to blackmail Layla to become the new goddamn Moon Conchu Knight. Oh yeah, she was like, "No, how, how so, dare you?" So, do, what do we think about that? Because because they seem to really not like him. Oh, I hate Conchu. What, what, I, hate I his, know why you hate Conchu because because why? Oh, because he's a two timing, two faced <laughs> slut. Why he is a slut? 
<laughs> Why? What, what did he do? What did he do to hurt anybody? What he's doing is promising something, uh, an eternal life where you'll be fighting for justice. And what ends up happening is that he's just exploiting you for his own benefit to reach his own means. And when you're done with that, he doesn't give a shit. Because the world is greater than you and you barely matter. Sweet. But, but we what don't actually see that. The, but we don't yeah, see that. Say, what like, happens at the end of it? I, I would argue that what we see is with great power comes great responsibility. He has a responsibility as... Spider-Man's not in this chat. No, no, he I was, know. it would be better. <laughs> well, he has he has this power, he has this responsibility, and he wants to uh, use it for the betterment of society. Uh, and he is not allowed to interact with the mortal world, so he needs an avatar. And he's he's you know I don't I don't we don't see him stab anybody in the back or lie to them. I guess until the very end, except uh, for yeah, when at the very end, that's exactly what happens <laughs> at the very end. Yeah. Mark Spector at the very end. So it doesn't matter. Mark Spector scene. and Stephen Grant ask him very politely. In fact, make a deal with him that he gives his word to that. They are free after they do this one thing, except for there's a third one of you, by the way, and he's going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep exploiting you two through him because fuck what you want. So yeah, but they don't, the but they don't know that. that. Oh, but and they, because they don't know it, it's fine. No, because they, they don't know it. So why do they, why are they acting like he's this horrible monster? Because he is. What do you, listen, in a world where free will does not exist. I don't, I also don't buy that. How you know? There no. are a lot of gods. There's a goddamn kaiju fight at the end of this episode. And you think Mark <laughs> Spector slash Stephen Grant are making their own decisions. In fact, it would be proven otherwise almost immediately at the end when they did make a decision. And then Kanchu was like, <laughs> okay, no. That doesn't mean <laughs> like, that free will doesn't exist. That means that, that they they were duped. Yeah, by Kanchu. A god. Yeah. Yeah, what's your point? That's my, my, my point. My point. You just my, made my point. No, my my point there is that doesn't prove that free will doesn't exist. That proves that that it, everyone can be a dick. Oh no! What proves free will doesn't exist is that there's an entire pantheon of gods in the MCU, celestials in the goddamn sky, and. Good thing that Hawkeye can hit a good shot with a bow. Very good, Hawkeye. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> on the on an incredibly small scale, does not matter. Celestials are in the sky. Also, by the way, where are the Eternals during any of this? It's all bullshit. <laughs> I feel like this is another I, I, conversation we need to have. But well, I, I, I kind of abide <laughs> but on Ryan's side, too, because, I mean, it, it is their gods. I mean, they, they literally can, you know, snap their fingers and make things happen. As what needs seen. to happen. But that doesn't that mean need... that free will doesn't exist. That just means that there are gods. In this well, moment, how... no, no. Those two things are the same thing. The way that they are presenting it to us right now. What they need to do is say... Hey, if the MCU was a and d game, the <laughs> Celestials, the Egyptian gods, any character that we present to you as a deity is like a tw- level 20 D&D character, not like an all-seeing, all-knowing, omniscient god. They're not actually gods. They're just very powerful. They do do that, though. Because, they they, yeah, because because at the end of this, Kanchu and Amit are fighting. Clearly, there's a mortal battle there. Um, and Thor is literally a god, but he literally can die. You know, like we, we do see gods die. We do see them get wounded. 
we do see them fail. When they fight each other. No, Thor got his eye ripped out by, uh, what's his name? How did he lose his eye? He he lost it in the gladiator battle, right? Oh, no, he lost it from Hela. Hela took his eye out. That's another guy. Oh, man. You know, uh, uh, (laughs) Hela, you mean a big bad in (laughs) one of the um, movies, Uh, ostensibly a god? Uh, The Celestials are gods the size of planets that can create other worlds and explode planets like well yeah so, but i mean that's that's a that's a matter of perspective you know to an ant we are a god that can create more gods and destroy their homes yeah so do we give ants free will N- no what? but they don't give anybody anything in fact they created artificial constructs that they were able to remove their free will from i'm gonna save the audience from this conversation <laughs> and go to an advertisement and we will be right back to continue hopefully for the love of fucking god <laughs> discussing the episode we're actually talking about see you I- later <laughs> I think this is conversation is much more interesting than the than Moon Knight. We've had this exact conversation right now, which we're about to. Yes, that does show exactly what you think is interesting and what I think is interesting. But but I am curious though, like why? I'm curious when this stopped being a comedy show. Keep going. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's entertaining to listen to, I suppose. But um, like where? How, Chad? Do you? Yeah. Like, how do you support that there is free will? Oh, my God. So we're completely ignoring me, huh? Yes. Oh, my fucking <laughs> For like five minutes. I'm, putting my, I'm taking my headphones off. Let me know when we're going to talk about the fucking episode. Give me five seconds. This fucking sucks. You suck. <laughs> oh, um, I, I thought that you cut to commercial so that we could have a conversation before going back to the pod. No, that's obviously not what I was doing. Right, he well, just wanted to throw a fucking put put a put a knife in and he's done. <laughs> my argument that there is free will. Well, we we see characters making choices all the time. I I don't I don't see where where uh, having there being powerful beings that are ostensibly gods uh, removes the free will from any individual. Um, I also don't see how a story that is smaller in scale can't be interesting just because there are larger stories, you know, like, like you, that's, there are two different points, but you, you, you kind of merge them together in, in your point earlier. Like, yeah, there, Thanos exists, um, but we were all loving Moon Knight until, I mean, you didn't, I assume you didn't like the last episode because it got very marvelly, <laughs> but that was a small story that was told in a world where we did have Thanos and Thor and yeah. the Celestials, and that was a good story. So- I agree. I, I like the side stories, though, too. I, li- I like the smaller shows g- getting more nitty-gritty in the details of things, but, I mean, it's it's hard. I'm, I'm like in the middle of it. I, I lean a little bit on Ryan's side still though. I mean, I think, I think, I think thing. that, I think that, um, the smaller stories are obviously less consequential, um, sure. in, in the bigger, in the grander scheme of things, but I don't need every story to move the MC universe, you know, forward. It could just be a story that I'm watching cause I'm enjoying it. But, but I just, I don't see the leap between there being gods equals there's not free will. I just don't see where that, where that connection comes from. When when do you see any god ever impart their will on somebody else in a way that eliminates their ability to choose? In fact, that was whole Conchu's whole thing in the last episode was uh, we want to give people the right to make the choice to make a bad decision. We can't punish them because you project that the bad decision will happen. 
Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, what's anyway, the best thing about Switzerland? I don't uh, know, but the flag is a big plus. It's a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back. Hello, Ryan. Welcome. <laughs> Why do we all tell actors to break a leg? Because every play has a cast. Hey. Sorry, Oosh. I just thought I would bring, uh, you know, just some comedy to this comedy podcast. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, control I gotta... freak. <laughs> oh, hi, Ryan. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. Okay, now you say control freak who. You control freak who. That's the joke, see? How I'm, you see it? Because he told you to say it. Oh, I got you. That's good. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Adam. You yeah. you promised you're never going to forget. You won't forget me tomorrow? Forever and ever, babe. <laughs> do, you, do you promise you won't forget me next week? I don't know what you're talking about. Do, do you promise? Like, you'll, you'll remember me in a week, right? Sure, fine. Will you remember me in a month? No. You won't? Well, yeah, no. you yeah. will. Month, month? month is where his, he draws the line <laughs> in the sand. Will you yeah. remember me in a year? <sighs> Unfortunately. Uh, okay, knock, knock. Get sucked. Hello. Hi, Chad. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Do you that was know my that? favorite thing you've ever done, Adam. Do you, you know really that joke? S- you really stuck it to fucking Chad there, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Do, do you know that joke? Nope. Um, <laughs> but I just I immediately s- made the no, connection. No, I just... I just knew that if I said things that you didn't want me to say, it would go badly for you, which was my goal. <laughs> well, when you say who's there, I say... You said you'd I never you forget me. me. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. I, I actually, I liked that knock, knock joke. That is a good An one. eight year old told it to me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're at. How many eight year olds you find you hanging out with, Chad? Uh, well, I have a 10 year old son, so. <laughs> okay. He's not eight. So probably his, his friend. Well, um, his, his cousin is eight. Oh, his cousin. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got to be more specific from the beginning. <laughs> I, I, I'm hanging out with a bunch of eight year olds. No, well, my son's 10. Yeah, that's not the same. Oh, yeah, Chad's a dad. <laughs> I am a dad. Weird. It is weird. <laughs> anyway, Chad, back to this fucking do, episode, can you, please. Can you do me a fucking favor? Yeah. And keep telling us what happened in the episode, please? I, sure. I, I, hear, I hear Ryan's just uh, sadness that's happening in his voice. So this is not how I wanted this to go. Welcome back uh, from the ad. Um, oh, I'm, we've that been entire back thing. No, we've been back. <laughs> we've been back. Okay. That Damn. entire conversation we just had. You think I'm cutting that? Absolutely not. That's comedy you're gold at, right you're there. Out you're you're, you're going to leave in all that stuff about the Nazis that you brought up? You're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> See Kyle. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, continuing on with the Moon Knight recap, while all of this is happening in the land of the dead, uh, we are in the in the land of the living. Um, Mark's wife, whose name escapes me because I don't learn names of people. Oh, man, it's on my screen when I was reading it. It's right there. It's Layla. <laughs> Layla, uh, she uh, kills one of the bad guys and takes his gun and nobody notices uh, and then is following uh, all the bad guys as they go back to the pyramid uh, in order to revive uh, Amit. Um, and as she's going to try to to kill him, uh, Tower uh, in speaking through the corpses of recently deceased police. Super weird. Tells her uh, not to do that. And that Mark is like, oh, don't. Don't do it. He's too powerful now. And then uh, she hints that she wants Layla to be her avatar. Um, 
a foreshadowing that is blatant and uh, pays off not 10 minutes later. They inevitably get to the pyramid. Amit is revived and it's this giant alligator lady with long black dreads and uh She's walking around. She's like, oh, I had a follower who had their scales balanced. And now I want uh, uh, a follower who's not balanced to be my avatar because I think that'll be better, which it, like totally flies in the face of her whole yeah like belief system. Yeah, no, that was a conversation at the writer's room table. They were like, hey, guys, this doesn't make sense. Oh, we could just have her say this one thing about how she's just she's changed her mind. Bing, bang, boom, baby. We're done. Let's go get some lunch. <laughs> Wrapped. Knowing how the story ends, she's like, you're going to do bad. Like you, you're, Your scales are balanced now, but they tip in the future because of the things that you're going to do. But like we see everything that happens to him. You know what my favorite part of this episode is? Yeah. When they walk into the Great Pyramid, Haro and during getting Amit back. Mm-hmm. And the other avatars of the other gods come in and they're like, what what do you think they're doing what do you you think they might be doing oh oh, they're trying to they're trying to resurrect Amit no no that wasn't just told to us fucking so recently (laughs) who could have foreseen this yeah maybe we should have listened to that guy you dumb shit birds like they didn't even look into it they didn't even look into it anyway he just said that Oh, no, I'm not doing it. And the guy was like, yep, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Court adjourned. <laughs> well, he's not the crazy one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Layla is like, oh, shit, I got to wake up uh, Kanchu. Uh, and then she does. And Kanchu's like, I don't feel Mark or Steven on this plane. And uh, and then and then honestly, I forget what happens next. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Then he goes and he goes and tries to fight. Kanchu goes and tries to fight Amit and like is swiftly defeated. Failing, uh, yes. Um, and just at that moment, Mark, Steven make it through the gate to come back to life. Um, and they're like climbing out of the water and Kanchu's like, hey, buddy, I'm back. And he becomes Moon Knight again and he suits up. And then he's like, how am I going to get there? And he's like, oh, did you forget that I am the god of the night? And he makes it night, which allows Moon Knight to fly, I guess. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. then he, that was weird. And Fucking then he fine, f- dude. Sounds good. Flies over to the Great Pyramid and uh, and battle ensues. And this is where, like, I, I was down with everything going on until here where, like, it, it turned into very... The kaiju fight? Yeah. I mean... Kaiju fight. It was a good kaiju fight, sort of, but it was kind of, like, felt out of place. Yeah, it was a little weird. Like, in the background, they would show it, like, above, towering over the city. As Arthur is now fighting... The new energized version of Moon Knight and Layla Falcon. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, he's amazing at at karate. They're all amazing at right. karate all of a sudden. <laughs> right. And then the two gods are fighting in the background. All I was thinking was, hey, Kanchu, could you be this big all the, the time. whole time? Yeah, no. <laughs> right. You just decided to do this now? Okay. Yeah. I, I, that, th- th- yeah, there was a lot of things at the end that just kind of were like, oh, okay, I guess that's it. Like Arthur's powers. Uh, he suddenly, like, he got rocketed from the Great Pyramid into the city and, like, thrown into the stone ground and he just gets up. Like, yes. Wh- what about, what about what we've learned about him tells us that he has any sort of, healing factor or or yeah, he's wolverine this entire <laughs> fight scene was hot garbage it ruined the episode for me and well, it 
It yeah. slammed the entirety of the... By the way, as I always say when I think something uh, sucks, the majority of people who watched this, Rotten Tomatoes, the, all of the Marvel subreddits on Reddit, they all love this shit. They really, really enjoyed it. I The worst part of this episode for me, by far, is that... So, Mark and Steve are losing, right? Mm-hmm. And then... It gets duex machina by a third personality that has been being teased this entire time. We know Jake Lockley exists. We we understand that. It's been being teased. And then he wins the fight for them. And we don't get to see how the fight ends. Yep. Yeah. That was very frustrating. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's weird. It's like they inserted a cliffhanger into the climax, but then continued with the closing. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Does this episode feel a bit thrown together because you know it's the last final episode of the show and they were too early to get to this point, you know? I feel like when I when I saw that the runtime was was the shortest of the rest of yeah, the episodes, I was I immediately concerned. I, yes. I, you see, here's here's the thing. I feel like like this episode, this whole scene in any other movie would have been good. I think we we were eating our soup and then someone like put a bit, a bit of ice cream in it, and we're like, "Why the fuck is there ice cream in my soup?" And like, I you like don't ice eat cream. Soup, Chad, you sip soup, okay? Whatever. <laughs> you, <laughs> it's like I like <laughs> I like ice cream, but I don't want it in my soup. That's that's kind of how I felt wow. about this finale. Your ice cream soup analogy is next fucking level, and I like that. I mean, he's not much. wrong. You know? <laughs> I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying I'm disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> As is, I suppose your feeling for this episode mimics that. This episode sucks. I did. It was so disappointing. I'm so disappointed because they truly they did what I wanted them to do the entire time. They took really large swings, especially in episode five, which I think was the best episode of the series. And then they did exactly what I knew they were going to do, which was slip over their own dicks in episode six, not show the coolest part of what happened by far having a kaiju fight that you could tell they didn't want to cut to on a constant basis because it was very expensive <laughs> to have in the background. <laughs> right. Then at the same time, set up your antagonist for season two in it's Kanchu. They are implying that Kanchu and Jake Lockley are the antagonists for season two. Plus right. the old partner guy, of course. Right. It's going to be one of those like your old partner guys come back and you have to fight him. But the real bad guy is you. <laughs> like, no, you know what? I think they could do that. Like, he, yeah, he, he could like hunt down his old partner and his partner's like, that wasn't me. I didn't want to hurt them. You did it. And that's why I left. And then he, that's when he's like, well, what the fuck? There's another me. Kind of thing. I could I could see them making that make sense, and then it becomes a man versus self story again. But I mean, it's going to end with giant monsters fighting on a pyramid. So whatever. Man versus self versus self versus self versus okay. Self and versus then conscience. they port back, and now they're in the <laughs> asylum again. Why? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The asylum stuff was a little confusing. I I took it as uh, like that's how he's struggling in his mind to to understand things because he is actually crazy. So I think that 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 was actually a projection in his head. And he was able to break free of it when he realized that his doctor was was also a projection. 
And then that's when he wakes up in, you know, his old bed. (laughs) Who is bleeding from his glass-ridden feet. Yeah. (laughs) And and uh, interestingly, when he woke up, he was tied to the bed again, which he shouldn't have had to do that if... He thought that there was only two person. If they thought they were the only two personalities, no, he knew he there was at least one more. He he knows he blacked out during yeah. the the last yeah. fight. Yeah, he even said like that wasn't me, that wasn't you, right. and stole <laughs> the coolest part of I this know. episode from the audience. Very cool. And then it is over. And then <laughs> there's a mid credit scene where Haro is just straight up abducted from the psychiatric hospital that he's chilling in and mm-hmm. executed in the back of a limo that Conchu is in dressed up like he's a like he's a fucking gangster and Jake Lockley with a silenced pistol shoots Haro a bunch of times again Jake Lockley being Spectre and Grant's third alter ego and is who is still bound by Conchu cuz Conchu is a f- dickbag <laughs> We we skipped over Spanish, right? We skipped over one big thing. um, What do you mean we? You're recapping the episode. (laughs) I skipped over one big thing. They they end up defeating Amit by not making Arthur the Avatar, but like imprisoning her inside of his body, so that when he dies, she dies with him. And that was another thing that was a little contrived. That was unclear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Conchu was like, kill him. And Mark Spector was like, if you want to kill him, you die yourself. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy who shot you twice. Your lion in the sand is not killing him because you've changed. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. That, that seems a little, it seemed a little like I'm the hero. So I do. Contrived the is thing. a good word for it. That's it is, a perfect word. It's I think it just, it, it just set up. They, they were, I think they just did it solely to set up. The, yeah. the third personality cutscene. That's it. Yeah. So so the gods can't interact with mortal dealings, right? That's like the whole thing. That's right? why they need the, uh, the That's why they need the avatars. Yeah. Yeah, but they, and those avatars sure can die pretty easy. We didn't even <laughs> get to see like uh, we didn't get to see them put up any kind of fight. I want to see all their suits. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, many missed I, I opportunities. Anybody think that um Layla's suit was a little Wonder Woman-y? Oh uh, no, yes. it sucked. It was awful. Yeah, bad. Tower Red is like, I have an idea for your perfect suit. It's gonna be so cool. And then it was yes. a cheap Halloween costume. It's like I yeah. saw I just watched Wonder Woman and I made the suit and you can have it. They went to Party Bazaar. <laughs> Yeah, I, that was a little disappointing. I did like yeah. her golden wings, though. But that was, you know. But it, it, well, you know, because hip, hippo is wait for this. Hippo I can't wait for this conversation. Oh, you uh, have wings too? Well, you can't have wings. I have wings. I'm Falcon, and I somehow matter. Yeah, she doesn't fly, does she? Yeah, she flew in this episode. Um, Moon Knight can fly at night. Apparently. No, no, no. Any, um, anyone can fly. Layla. I know what you mean. What okay. I'm saying is that, oh, they can just decide anyone flies. They just decide they can fly. Did she fly in this episode, though, Chad? No. Like, she truly did, fly? Like, yeah, she, she, she can't fly, but she can <laughs> jump around. She didn't fly lines. from the pyramid? Maybe I thought maybe, I thought she flew. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she fucking did. You know why Moon Knight can fly at night? Because someone was ripping off Batman and was like, yeah, but what if he could fly? So fuck you. <laughs> Ryan's angry. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, mean, I guess so. <laughs> I want one of these goddamn shows to be g- good. I like I I liked 
WandaVision very much. It was the first one. It gave me hope that these MCU shows, as I entered my mid-30s and nostalgia wasn't pulling the heartstrings it once did, once No Way Home's credit roll, I said to myself, I was like, oh, there is going to be no to the left moment for me ever again. I'm I'm past my prime. You know who I'm mad at? Time. I'm mad at time, Chad. That's <laughs> that's my problem. This is this is a me problem, not so much the MCU. No, I take that back immediately. MCU is going down the goddamn drain. I'm so excited, by the way, to see Doctor Strange tomorrow. And if it disappoints me, I'll burn down the theater. Wow. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, you know, if you're disappointed by time, you just gonna have to wait till tomorrow because time's gonna be all sorts of messed up. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I uh, was disappointed by the finale. Yes. But I still think this is up there with my favorite MCU shows. I still liked the show. Like, I don't I don't think that, that a bad ending ruins a good show. I agree. I'm excited that there's more story to tell, uh, so long as they, they tell it the way that they have been. Yeah, I think it's a shame that, you know, we ended with a sky laser and a, and a big fight in what could have been, like, a really cool, like philosophical you know like like the, the best fight in wandavision was when vision was fighting white vision and they were just like floating oh, yeah. in a circle and talking and mm-hmm. and i think that i th- maybe maybe it is because we're old <laughs> but i think that that was really interesting you know anybody can shoot lasers and throw punches but like to make an interesting fight uh that where no one actually throws a, a punch like i think in a fight between ideologies might have been a better conclusion here because because they were kind of doing it a little bit Oh, fucking yep. asleep yeah, okay <laughs> not by what you were just saying by the idea of fights of between ideologies i'm like oh that sounds like the most boring thing i've ever heard in my entire life what but are you talking no i i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i think it would be because they were kind of doing it anyway you know when I when know. they when they were fighting they were like throwing punches and they're like I want to make the bad people die. And he's like, I want to make the bad people die too. And it's like, but I want to do it differently than you, you know? And, and, and then that was as deep as they went. <laughs> so they- deep. So philosophical. Now that moon Knight is over, what are your top three phase four MCU shows? <sighs> shows go from three to one. Three to one. Yep. Here's mine. I think uh, again, I, I, I just, Spent the last hour of my life only thinking about how I thought the finale of Moon Knight was garbage. And I still put it at number three. Okay. Admirable. I put Loki at two and I put WandaVision at one. Wait, wait, what was three? I'm sorry. Moon Knight. Moon Knight was three. And I I put Moon Knight at three, not because I enjoyed myself for most of the time, because I didn't. I put it at three because the other options are so trashed here that that Moon Knight is like the best of the losers. And by the way, I really liked Loki and I really liked WandaVision. I think it's for me. I see uh, right now I'm thinking Loki, Moon Knight, WandaVision. But I think that WandaVision, the, the final fight jumped the shark more than the final fight in Moon Knight mm. did. So it did jump the shark. You're correct. So I'm, I'm, those two are kind of in a toss up for me. But again, I don't think that, that, uh, unsatisfying ending, uh, necessarily makes the show bad. I don't either. Listen, that's what a lot of people say about Game of Thrones, just because the eighth season of it and perhaps also the seventh season, if you're most people, because it sucked rocks and, and because the, 
writing went downhill and because they forgot about most of the side stories because they were just racing towards a trilogy they had with Star Wars that was eventually taken away from them because they fucked up so hard on the last two seasons of Game (laughs) of Thrones because they were so bad, which by the way, I don't think they were as bad as other people do, but I didn't think they were great. I didn't like you watch seasons one through four of Game of Thrones and you're like, this is the greatest show ever made, period, end of story. Like Sopranos can suck dicks. This is amazing. And then you watch seasons seven through eight and you're like, what did they do to my boy? So <laughs> I, I, but I still think seasons one through four of Game of Thrones is the best television ever made. It doesn't get ruined most of the time by seven and eight although every now and again when i'm watching an episode for like a comfort episode from uh season four of game of thrones i do think to myself they made bran king like <laughs> that does <laughs> that fucking blows he he missed he jumped over a whole season didn't he like he wasn't in season six or something no yeah at all <laughs> a whole season and then he got telepathic powers from like one of the strongest gosh dang wizards in the world who sacrifices himself for bran and then bran's like i can take over crows i can be birds and they're like that's your only power and he's like yep and they're like you f- suck well you have green sight right you can tell us about the future yeah but i'm i'm gonna do a bad job at it why <laughs> i have no comment so uh number three is gonna oh, be yeah. a toss-up between <laughs> moon knight and hawkeye i know you're gonna hate to hear that but i like the show it was really fun i like hawkeye. Two- hawkeye was four for me Two is WandaVision. One is Loki, I think. I think that's where I stand. I've been thinking about it this whole time. You've been talking about a show I haven't watched. So. You put Loki on top. Yeah, I think Loki. I, it's so, Like I said before in another episode, it's so tough. I think Loki and WandaVision are really, really close. And see, I think Moon Knight and Hawkeye are very, very close. I, it's hard to rank them. I see, Loki, Loki is kind of funny because I feel like it's it's kind of – it's the inverse to my what I, my statement before where I, when I said that a bad ending doesn't ruin a good show. I think mm-hmm. that Loki, the show, was good. But the ending was so good. Like that – talking to oh, Kang yeah. at the end and like the whole yeah. twist. Like that was so good that I think mm-hmm. that that actually elevated the rest of the show. Of course it did. Yeah. So it, it's, it, yeah, it, I, it, it only works in I, one direction apparently. <laughs> yes. It only works in the direction that uh, strengthens my argument. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Tom Hiddleston. I really like – wow. 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 Oh, yeah. wow. Loki. Those were the good old days. Yeah, I liked that show and and – and I did like Hawkeye. I liked it was fun. It was a fun show. It didn't take itself too seriously. And that's why I liked it a lot more than I think people were thinking it was going to be. Um, definitely liked it better than Falcon. Yeah. I mean, talk about a low bar, though. Yeah. Mm. Fair. That show was so bad. Yes. Well, that's because they destroyed it. And so, yeah, thank you for joining us on Moon Knight Season 1. Upcoming MCU shows that will probably do... Maybe. I don't know. And James might be here even at some point. Miss Marvel, She Hulk, The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, and Secret Invasion, all of which are currently in post production. Iron Heart and Armor Wars in pre production and in development is an untitled Wakanda series that they'll do at some point, which I believe got pushed back because the main character injured herself on set. So uh, once her bones are better, they're going to get back into that. And also, you know, we are the HBO boys. So. 
we will at some point, I guess, I don't know, discuss HBO shows. We're doing Outer Range currently, where, uh, where that's about to end next week as well. So go listen to our Outer Range stuff. The season finale of Nothing Star Academy is being recorded. Uh, all of the buds on this current podcast will be there and saying words, and they're really going to stretch out their acting chops. It's going to be very fun. Go listen to Nothing Star Academy on Spotify or Apple, or wherever you get your podcast, It would be really neat if you listened to it. All of us put in a lot of work, and it's uh, I'm very, very proud of it. So go listen it, to that. It's great. Lots of work. Ryan put in a ton of writing, and it's awesome, and everyone should listen to it. Also, I think I'm going to watch freaking, what's that Adam Scott show? Severance. Severance. Watch Please Severance, watch Severance. And we'll do that. That's a real HBO show. Also, uh, in 2023, I assume, anyway, I know James and I were talking about it, we're going to do The Last of Us. And then yeah. probably Kenobi, no? Obi-Wan Kenobi? Oh, man. The trailer dropped for that today, I and I know. really enjoyed it. May the 4th be with y'all, dude. We recorded And also with you. Lift us up to the droid. Hey, guys. Wow. What's yeah. up, dude? Right at the climax of the movie, of the show, no. my son looked at me and just projectile threw up. <laughs> well, he... <laughs> He knew. <laughs> he, he it, it was so it. bad. He how good it was. It was so <laughs> bad that he was like, I need this to end in any way possible. Like, I look, I looked at my son, and I hear Conchu say, you never learn. And then, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you to our patrons, patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-Y-Z for one or more dollar a month. You get a bunch of extra bonus content. You get to join our Discord where you get to tell Adam what song you'd like him to sing during an episode. That's a new, oh, that's a new feature. <laughs> yeah, that's a new feature. Uh, and thank you to our patrons, which I say at the end of every episode, if you are one. We haven't gotten a new patron in a year. For the love of God, please give us money. Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch, my Don, Chris Wood, Brink, and Daniel Westworld, Craig, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Thank you very much for the dollar dollar bills and thank you very much for joining us for moon Knight season one uh, and thank you chad and adam for being around james was on one episode too so that's pretty cool he was on one that's right yo little, little james cameo oh actually God. i just asked him in the discord hey james did you watch moon Knight and have feelings we can say on the pod about it and he said i haven't watched it and i don't want to <laughs> he didn't like episode five I think he hated the entire thing. Uh, yeah, that's his general consensus, it seems. He, James doesn't like anything. <laughs> I mean, at this point, to be fair, I can't judge him. I was in the middle of episode six. And I was like, oh, fuck. James's favorite MCU show is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> he just says it just cuz. <laughs> We're going to get copyright strike for me to hum this song oh, anymore. Dude, I play... I play so many songs. I download straight from YouTube. They don't. They haven't gotten a cease and desist yet. Yeah, not yet. I don't think they care about a show that eight people listen to. 